Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today. Cam Newton, a.k.a. Superman, is back. The Chiefs thoroughly obliterated the Raiders and took over first place in the AFC West. And are the Patriots the best team in the AFC? No, seriously. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Superman is back in Charlotte, and maybe so are the Panthers. They get a 34-10 win in Cam Newton's return to Carolina. He announced that he was back with a rushing touchdown and then took off his helmet and told the cameras he was, in fact, back, although P.J. Walker was the starter in this game. The Panthers get a monster win. The Cardinals suffer a brutal loss. Joining me now from Locked on Panthers, Julian Council. And and Julian, it it seems like Cam Newton was exactly the kick in the butt that this Carolina team needed. (sighs) Peter, the best way to describe Sunday afternoon in Arizona, it was cathartic, man. The Carolina Panthers have been listless over the last couple weeks with Sam Darnold as their starting quarterback. It's not all 100% on him, obviously, but he was a main reason why the Carolina Panthers weren't winning football games. And there just wasn't any energy. And he's not a rah-rah guy. And that's fine. I don't believe that you have to be a rah-rah guy to be a leader and that you have to be vocal. You can lead by example. And if you're going to lead by example, well, you better be good. And unfortunately, Sam Darnold's just not a good quarterback. Bringing in Cam Newton, who put the Carolina Panthers on the map, who has just a exuberance about him, a guy who plays with more joy than anyone we've seen at least in the last decade in National Football League. Just having his presence out there on the sidelines today, we saw a type of energy that we have not seen in a long time with the Carolina Panthers back when he was last year and healthy in Carolina, probably dating back to the beginning of the 2018 season where they started off 6-2. and two. And to have that, it's not just him out there offensively in the two red zone touchdowns he scored, his two touches, one a rushing touchdown, the other a passing touchdown to Robbie Anderson. The defense, they've, they've been playing high speed all season long, but they looked even faster today. And as physical as they were, laying a hat on every single player out there on the Cardinals team and even on special teams that has been up and down, it looked like a completely different Carolina Panthers team that we'd seen over the last couple of weeks. And the main reason is, number one, Ace Boogie is back home. He was he was not telling any lies when he said one of the reasons why he could not be in New England anymore if Mac Jones was going to be the starter is his he's magnetic as a personality yes. his yes. teammates just they they are drawn to him we saw it on the sidelines he was he was coaching up the offensive line and the offense he's not even the starter you know so it, that I think speaks to his importance to this team right the other the other player who was back Christian McCaffrey he goes for a buck 50 in this game in total offense. And they, they were able to get both him and Chuba Hubbard going, Chuba getting the touchdown. What does he mean to this offense moving forward? Yeah, I mean, Christian obviously is a main, one of the key cogs of this offense that they're going to have any sort of success. And we saw when he was out for those five weeks just how important he really was to the Panthers with Sam Darnold as the quarterback. Sam really leaned on him the first couple weeks to be that check down. And Christian had 10 receptions today. And typically in the past, when the Panthers have had to throw the ball that many times to him, they have not been successful. I'm pretty sure this is like only their second win in 14 games where Chris McCaffrey's had 10 plus receptions. So that typically is not a winning formula, but on Sunday against the Cardinals, it was Christian. I believe when he's healthy, he's the best running back in the NFL. I love 
Derrick Henry there in Tennessee, and he is the offense there. And now they've won two games down in Tennessee, so maybe he's not everything for that offense, but he certainly is their their main guy. But Christian McCaffrey being able to split out wide, being a receiver out of the backfield, what he can do in between the tackles, had 7.3 yards per carry today with 13 carries, 95 yards. He's fantastic. And having him and Cam back in that backfield, that's got to instill a ton of confidence in this offense that had been able to do pretty much nothing over the last couple weeks. And they were able to do that today while scoring those two touchdowns and the two takeaways where the week prior against New England, those were six points. On Sunday, it was 14 points. Having CMC and Cam back is changing a lot of things for the Panthers as they are having their eyes firmly set on potentially being a playoff team. Like, I'm not talking about the seven seed. Like, I'm talking about the six seed. Like, that might be a real possibility for this team heading into the final seven weeks of the season. Follow Locked on Panthers for more on Cam Newton's return coming up. The Chiefs and Raiders squared off with first place in the AFC West on the line. One team left feeling much better about their chances. And that is putting it lightly. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The Titans squeaked by the Saints and maintained their hold on the AFC's number one seed, at least for now. Tyler Rowland here, host of the Locked On Titans podcast, with my instant reaction to the Tennessee Titans' 23-21 win over the New Orleans Saints in Week 10. It was not a pretty win, but a win nonetheless in the sixth in a row for the Tennessee Titans as they moved to 8-2 on the year. The Titans' offense was disjointed throughout the game, never really felt like they got into a rhythm, but based on some good field position, they were able to get two touchdowns on the day along with three field goals and outscore the Saints, but really the Titans' defense had the better outing. They were able to hold the Saints to only 21 points on the day. Now the Saints shot themselves in the foot throughout the day. They committed the only turnover, fumbling on a kickoff return. They missed two extra points on the day along with committing nine penalties so the Titans didn't play great but they played better than New Orleans and that's all they needed to pick up their eighth victory on the year the defending Super Bowl champion Buccaneers got dominated by the Washington football team hey what's up Washington football team fans I'm Chris Russell here at FedEx Field where the Washington football team upsets the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers 29 to 19. What else can you say except Taylor Heineke played probably his best and most efficient game of the year. Washington ran the ball well. They had a 19 play, 80 yard, 10 minute and 26 second drive to finish off the game in essence with an Antonio Gibson one yard touchdown run on a fourth down decision up by four and Tampa potentially looking and having to drive the entire length of the field to score the go-ahead touchdown. And ultimately, Washington never really gave them a chance to do that. Again, winning 29-19. to Defense was good on third down, held Tampa to 40%, four of 10. They forced a couple of turnovers, one really on Tom Brady, one not on Tom Brady. Tampa was not sharp. But Washington wins ultimately in the end and gets their third win of the year to improve to three and six. And speaking of domination, the Cowboys destroyed the Falcons as the offense got back on track. That, my friend, is how you bounce back. Hi, I'm Landon McCool with Locked On Cowboys podcast. And the Cowboys come back this week and bounce back from an embarrassing loss last week to the Denver Broncos beating the Atlanta Falcons at home. 43-3, to 
Dak Prescott with three touchdowns, two in the air, one in the ground. Ezekiel Elliott added another two touchdowns. There was a punt block for a touchdown and three interceptions by all three of your starting corners. It was a dominant performance on both sides of the ball. The Cowboys, who admittedly the week before kind of slept walk into the Denver game and the score showed that. I think the score also reflected this week that the Cowboys had renewed focus going into this week of practice. Uh, the Cowboys, I think, have also put their best any idea that there's a blueprint out on them or that this is the Cowboys. Last week's performance was indicative of the Cowboys overall. I think we now see who the Cowboys are, an aggressive team that likes to score points, that plays complimentary football, uh, and, and has a defense that feeds off of their offensive success. And in non-football sports competitions, yeah, they actually have those on Sunday. Little known fact, people forget. The Hawks took down the Bucks. Hello, friends. My name is Brad Roland. The Little Hawks break their losing skid with a nice victory over the Milwaukee Bucks. In fact, probably the best victory of the season so far. A 120-100 to win led by Trey Young, who was masterful in this game. He opened the night with a bunch of three-pointers in the first quarter. Stayed hot throughout the game, finished with 42 points, 10 assists, and 8 rebounds for Atlanta. They led most of the way in this contest. It wasn't a blowout until the very end, but the Hawks took care of business, playing good defense, scoring at a high level, lots of intriguing performances, and I would say encouraging performances from guys like Clint Capella and Danilo Gallinari and Lou Williams, etc., across the board, and a nice way to return home after a pretty ugly road trip. So the Hawks are now home for a week, and uh, certainly on a higher note than when they got back from the West Coast. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for coming up on betonline.ag, your number one spot for all your pro and college football action. The Rams are favorites on the road against the 49ers Monday night. BetOnline.ag has LA laying three and a half. Following the road favorite theme, we go to the hardwood with the Kings and Pistons. Yeah, a tightened matchup. Heavyweights go head to head. BetOnline.ag has the Kings four and a half point favorites. And back in school, a couple of mid-major powerhouses square off in Nashville. BetOnline.ag has Belmont as six point favorites over Furman, for all your gambling needs, betonline.ag has you covered. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And don't forget to use the promo code Locked On to get that bonus. Here is another story you need to know. I have bad news for the rest of the AFC. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs once again look like Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. They get to 6-4 and four atop the AFC West after a 41 to 14 beatdown. Patrick Mahomes goes over 400 yards, five touchdown passes. Joining me now from Locked On Chiefs, Chris Clark and Chris. Here's the thing: I am going to be Debbie Downer a little bit. Yes, they look like the Chiefs. I need to see it a little bit more. Tell me why I should trust this Chiefs team because to date I haven't been able to. You know, I think the big thing that really is sticking out to me on this game is Mahomes took what the defense gave him. And he has continually tried to throw the ball downfield when he hasn't had the shots there, and that has caused turnovers and it's caused, you know, plays that should have probably been well short of the sticks and and kept drives going. Uh, And tonight he took what the defense gave him and he was able to make it work. He threw the ball 50 times, had 70% completion percentage, uh, over eight yards per attempt and over 11.5 yards per completion. Uh, I think he played very well. I will say that this is not the Chiefs offensive old because uh, the offensive old, he would have been taking, you know, shots 30, 40 yards down the field, uh, probably 10 of those shots in 50, throwing the ball 50 times. He didn't take that many shots tonight. 
but he did do what he absolutely had to do. He got the ball out quick, which helped his offensive line, which is a big concern of mine going into this game. So a couple weeks ago, Patrick Mahomes said, you know, I, I feel more comfortable taking what the defense is giving me because I trust our defense to get stops. The Raiders held under 300 yards in this game. Derek Carr was the leading rusher for the Raiders with 18 <laughs> yards on three carries. Uh, he also threw the interception. They had the bad fumble. How how much do you think this this offensive unlocking has to do with Mahomes and what he views as his responsibilities given this defense? I think it's a bigger play than a lot of people want to give it credit for. And you also have to remember special teams also stepped up at times tonight. I mean, huge conversion on a fourth down with a fake punt pass. Uh, although they did have a fumble and a missed field goal. So those are a little bit of, you know, a couple things you want to work on. But I thought Mike Hughes really showed something as a punt returner. You obviously don't want to put him the ball on the ground, but he showed a great burst that you haven't seen uh, at that position and in that scenario. So I thought that that was a big uh, key going forward. And Butker is going to make more of those field goals than he's going to miss. So uh, you take a miss with a grain of salt in that regard. Follow Locked on Chiefs to see if they can continue this success. Coming up, the Patriots demolish the Browns and have us all wondering, are they the best team in the AFC? Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. If you haven't tried a Built Bar by now, you're missing out. They say it's a protein bar, but it's not taste like one. You have to try one of these things for yourself to believe it. I didn't believe it until I tried it. And then when I tried it, immediately, first bite, I'm going, wait a second. What is this? Most protein bars are chalky or waxy, and you, you really have to struggle to get them down. You're just like, okay, I, I know I need to eat this. But a Bilt Bar is soft. It's covered in 100% chocolate. When you bite into it, you just know you're eating something different. Still, they're low-carb, low-calorie, low-fat, low-sugar, and high in protein. So all the healthy benefits on top of just being purely delicious. Plus, no matter what you like in terms of flavors, they're going to have something for you. You like fruit and chocolate? They got raspberry, cherry, barcia. You like Decadent dessert-like flavors, they got salted caramel, double chocolate, coconut almond. This month, Built is coming out with new limited-time flavors every three to four days, so check the website. Often, you don't want to miss out. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. Don't look now, but the New England Patriots just might be the hottest team in football. They take care of the Cleveland Browns, albeit down some players, 45 to 7. Joining me now from Locked on Patriots, our friend Mike DeBate. And Mike, Mac Jones was unbelievable in this game, 19 of 23 with three touchdowns, a 142 passer rating. And this Patriots team seems to be catching fire. They're doing it. At the right time, I suppose, we're hitting the, the mid-season mark here. For my money, this is the best team in the AFC. Yeah, I mean, right now, it's hard to argue the contrary. I mean, the Patriots right now are clicking on all cylinders, and this was a win against a quality opponent this week. Cleveland came in, a solid defense in all three levels, capable of moving the ball on offense, the two, three tight end sets. A lot of people were worried about the Patriots' ability to defend Josh McDaniels and the offensive game planning definitely did a great job of neutralizing Miles Miles Garrett, not giving him any opportunity to really get home against Mac Jones. That allowed Mac to have long, sustained drives, be able to take shots down the field, do things he hasn't had a chance to do, and he's finding a great synergy with some of his receivers, including tight end Hunter Henry, who he really seems to be developing a good relationship with. On the defensive side of the ball, solid game planning. Christian Barmore, Matt Judon, 
getting pressure, solid run defense, flooding the field with defensive backs, not giving Baker Mayfield the opportunity to get the passing lanes going. Patriots just clicked on all cylinders today. And if they keep playing like this, they can hang with pretty much anybody. And I think that's going to be the question, right? Can they hang with the Buffalo Bills and that offense? Can they hang with the Tennessee Titans when they are healthy and that offense? But Mac Jones has is having a, a an offensive rookie of the year type season, if not for Jamar Chase in Cincinnati. I think he would probably mm-hmm. be running away with that award. And yet he is not getting the same sort of hype. Justin Fields makes one great throw and, and Twitter explodes. Meanwhile, Mac obliterates a team everyone thought was going to go to the playoffs. And it's kind of crickets around the NFL media sphere. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely getting his just due in New England. There's no question about it. And a lot of the press that he has been getting up here has been very solid, especially after the victory on Sunday. But, you know, it's just it's typical New England Patriots business. They basically go about what they do without a lot of fanfare, very similar to what their coach has done all of these years, taking players the right players in the right system, bringing them together and getting the most out of his players. Bill Belichick is the greatest at doing it. And he's proving it once again this year by taking a team that was one in three, not too long ago, two and four. A lot of people were looking at this club as an also ran, maybe struggling to get to 500 right now. This team is looking pretty good and you have to give a lot of credit to that coaching staff, but the players on the field, they're the ones getting it done. And finally, no one likes a tie in football, but some aren't even aware it can happen. God, this happens every year. The Lions and Steelers play to an inspiring 16-all tie on Sunday, and there were times when it genuinely looked like neither team wanted to win. And maybe that's because some people thought that they couldn't actually tie I didn't even know you could tie in the NFL, Najee Harris, Steelers rookie, said. In my mind, I was sitting on the bench saying, I've got another quarter to go. Someone came to me and said, that's it. I've never had a tie in my life before. If you play college football in Alabama, you're probably pretty used to winning anyway. So he's not usually not usually worried about that. Thanks for making Locked On Today your first listen of the day. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Make your second listen Locked On Bets. Download and subscribe free and available on all platforms. Coming up Tuesday, the Rams are on a tear and on the road against the 49ers. How will the game go with Matthew Stafford and company? So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today. Today.